For centuries, the children of the old gods fought. Their celestial struggle shaped the very realm. From the lowly ground to the stars in the sky, all existed under them. Even after the age of mortal men, their conflict lives on. Chapter 4 No Such Thing They went out to the fields and found only a few. But the feast must go on, so a single large boar will have to do. This was less of a hassle than any past year. It's as though all of a sudden the creature had no fear. The farmer and the butcher now stand with affright. The boar had grown larger tusks and doubled in size overnight. Uh, this one's surprisingly easy to bring back to town. But look at it! Listen, I've butchered many animals in my time, but this might be the largest, most foul boar we've ever had to deal with. Look at its eyes. It glares as though it knows what we're saying. Whatever the farmers brought back last night, it is no longer a normal boar. Something has changed. This creature is almost as large as a grown man. Its arms and legs have defined muscle, and its back hunched over as if it could stand. Even its hooves are misshapen. They seem to be almost capable of grip. Well, either way, the boar will be the main event. Now I've got to prepare these spices and ingredients for the slow roast. Let me know if you need any help. Be right next door. Later on that day, word had spread of the missing pigs, as well as the large monstrous one that will soon be served for the feast. Attention, Borwich! Let the festivities begin! Hero, that's the last of the barrels. The town cart has enough to serve for a while without a restock. Take a break for now, and then you begin your watch over the crowds. Again, this should be pretty simple. But we don't want anyone getting too rowdy, so help keep the peace. You got it, Griffin. Should I go somewhere to get a weapon? Oh, a weapon? No, 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 no. I don't think that'll be necessary. They may be a lively bunch, but everybody here is usually well-behaved. Your hands will do. Besides that... Smithy is closed for the day. Most shops offer the celebration. I understand. I'll begin my watch in a bit. 
Hours have passed, and we come closer to the festival feast. Conversation starts to spread, but nothing seems to be ready. No one has had word with the butcher since the morning. There was no food set up, and the candles in the shop had melted to the very bottom from burning since the dark hours of the morning. Oh, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll go check on the old man. The festival mood seems to be going down. These folks are getting hungry. Do me a favor, hero, and make sure nobody starts any trouble. I'll be right back. Perhaps my father has finally met his match due to the massive size of this boar. All right, now, let me lift it. Oh, come on, fair. This is just like last year. Let me lift it. I know. I can toss it right over your head. As Griff makes his way to the far corner of the town, he begins to feel a shiver on his neck. Something disturbingly eerie is in the air. A rotten smell is rising as he gets closer to the butcher's shop. He reaches his hand to grab the door. Hello? Father? Are you there? We're waiting for you in the town square for the grand feast. Griff slowly begins opening the door and walking inside. Stepping on glass and eventually walking into what seems like a dark puddle. Father? What? What happened to your shop? Where are you? Placing his hand on the butcher's table, he touches the thick residue. What is this? Father, are you hurt? Father? Gods of death, what is that smell? Looking down, Griff sees something shine under the butcher's table. Father's favorite butcher knife. Why is it on the floor? Father, is that you? What Griff is about to see will shake him to his very core. Coming face to face with something he cannot explain. In his world, nothing out of the ordinary exists. Father! horrid scene. This wild boar from earlier had continued to grow into an abomination. Breaking free from its pen and attacking. Now standing over the butcher, gnawing on a leg torn from the very body. This creature had turned the butcher into his own feast. Blood covered the now enormous tusks and mouth. The hair on its back now resembled that of a wild man. Long in length, with the color of a crow's feather. Run! But... (laughs) 
Griff is no fighter. He's a simple and kind boy. A loving son to the butcher. Fortunately for him, the creature has no interest in Griff. Understand, my dear listeners. Once a wild boar begins feeding, there is little that can divert from insatiable hunger. An abomination like this cares not about the pain it causes its victim. So lying there, torn and broken, the butcher is forced to watch as his body is savagely consumed. This world has been shattered. Death, and it's such a vicious and close encounter. For the first time ever, he had actually seen a monster. Since his encounter in the depths with darkness and creatures unknown, Hera had feared confrontation with the unnatural. But his new friend was in pain, feeling as though he was almost possessed by a deep-seated courage. His body moves without hesitation. Hero grabs the handle to the circular lid of the barrel at his side and the hammer off the tavern cart, stuffing the hilt into his pant loop. He leans over Griff with a strong and friendly hand. Show me. Armed with a puny hammer and flimsy barrel-top shield, Hero follows Griff to face the unnatural once again. This is John Luna, the creator and one of the guardians of the Nova Realm. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please like and subscribe to the podcast, as well as reach out to us on our socials. If you'd like to support us, consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com slash totnrpodcast. We are constantly working on our tiers, and with your support, we can grow and continue to shape the Nova Realm. See you next week.